It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, welcome! to the Luke and Pete show it is Thursday the 5th of May of course means it's a celebration of all things batteries and boys Pete and Luke you um, have got really into doing the dates on the show well it's I've been you really told care me, about them, yeah, really. no I really don't um, but you've, you've I feel like you've uh, conditioned me to do this what kind of energy have you got at the moment uh, I feel, still feel a little bit ill because of my elbow but um, I'll get through it I've been eating milk duds all morning I do like uh a 1950s uh, kind of American sweet. Sort what? of theatre candy. Why are they called milk duds? I don't know. What is a dud? Yeah. Because like, I thought I think milk duds, I thought I think of like, like teats nipples. They're chocolate caramels, right? Yeah. Oh, I just looked it up. According to the manufacturer, the word milk in the name refers to the large amount of milk in the product. Mm. And the, um, the use of dud came about because the original aim of having a spherical shape wasn't achievable. Oh. I just wrapped their hand. <laughs> oh, it's crap. These are crap. So. Milk crap. They're duds. Milk. Misshapen milk. It's just like the original uh, misshapes. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Can you have a guess at what year that milk duds first came around? You, oh. said, you said 50s. You're wrong. Am I? Yeah. 1963. 28. 1928. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So like, people say America's got their history. They're making chocolate a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, and their brands are still really, really popular. I guess because um, I, I like, I like hot tamales. I like Mike, not Mike and Ike's. What they're called. I like um, oh their version of the licorice torpedo. Right. What are those guys? Um, they're called... Up and oh, Downs or something, isn't it? That's yeah, I'll tell you. You carry on. I'll they're the you. same shape as Mike and Ike's, but they're not. It's like an American version of a licorice torpedo, and it's blooming delicious. I just like they are, they come in big, big cartons for big, big boys with big appetites. <laughs> Do they call them London Drops? No, God, what? It's London the first thing that came up. Drops. first thing that came up. It's the London Drop. It's, it's, it's so funny to me because you know your life... Like as, an NFT, man. As Marcus from the Ram was said a while back, your, um, your life is like one big episode of, or issue of the Beano. Right, yeah, okay. Isn't it? it is. yeah. You basically live like the Beano. Like the other, like earlier today, you were sat outside the gates in your car, mm. just sitting there. The car's added an extra... Um, uh, Frisson of danger. Frisson of da- it's, it's added a bit more to my life. I've got a little bit of my home. But I, but take I, around with me. I arrive yeah. in front of the big gates. You're sat outside the gates in your car. Yeah. And I use my pass to open the gates for you. And I think, okay, I'm happy to do that. But you've worked here as long as I have. So what's happening? I've not got my pass with me. Oh, I locked left it in the, left, left, left my keys in there. You left your keys here for like two weeks. Aye, so. How have you been getting into the house then? I've got spares. Mr. Plant. I'm, I'm always going down Timpsons, me. <laughs> 
Keeping the ex-cons um, in gainful employment. Can I give you a little life hack? Yes. You're making a big mistake with your keys, you know that? Uh, you know why? Uh, why? Well, because you've got your house, yeah. office, yeah. and car keys all in the same ring. Right. Well, you lose them, or you leave them somewhere, you're fucked. Keep them separate, brother. Why, though? Because then I'm carrying out three sets of keys in my no, pocket. No, you're not, because you don't, if you're not going out in the car, don't take your car keys. Yeah, but what if I find what if I, well, the car's a bad example. But what if I get to if I've if I'm walking around and suddenly oh, I've got to get in the office. I've forgotten my office keys because they're not on my key ring. I need them I all in one spot. Do you want to know my process? What I take the key. So I've got my home and my office keys on the same ring. Right. So you've you've gone against your own advice there, no, then. Not the car key. <laughs> so I put the home and office keys in my bag as soon as I leave the house. Mm. So they're there if I need them. Mm. I get them out when I get to the office. I get them out when I get home. Mm. The car key stays home, brother. <laughs> because if I get locked out. Yeah. I can't get into the house because I've got locked up. I don't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> uh, but I just thought if you lose your house keys, yeah. you don't, why would you want you to lose, lose your, your house? Mind. Why would you want to lose your house, office, and car keys at the same time? It's sufficient, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Go the whole way. Go the whole way, yeah. So I think that you should rethink that. Okay, okay. I will rethink that. I've thought about it. I'm not going to do it. They're on the wrong, all on the one ring. Do you want to talk about you trying to do a handbrake turn in the car park earlier as well? How do people do handbrake turns now? Not like that. <laughs> How does it? How, well, I can't because I've got an electric handbrake on my car now. What do you mean? So, like my my handbrake. Whoa. So my handbrake isn't even a handbrake. So what it's does like it do? A little button. A little button. Yeah. What, what does it do? It goes electric handbrake. Accessible. Don't say anything. Accessed. So you just when you park the car, you just flick the button, and the red light comes on, so it's on. Ah. But, what, but you don't need to turn it off. You just pull away, and it goes off automatically. That's clever. It's b- a bit boring, though. It is. A I bit like boring, the old. Yeah. Not when you got a bad elbow. It's like, oh yeah, it's not really hurts. I can't pull it. You need that, yeah. <laughs> so when you when you do the handbrake turn, you got to swing the wheel around as quick as you can and mm. yank the handbrake. I don't think I was going fast enough. I think you that were. was the issue. Yeah. You completely bottled it. And then the I thing couldn't was, go faster, could I? It made a, it made quite a pleasing sound. Yeah. But I looked and you just weren't moving. <laughs> <laughs> One day I learned to do a handbrake turn. Yeah, I you think we'd like to see supermarket. that supermarket um, car park the best place some... to do a handbrake turn mm. is seriously like maybe do it a quiet, a quiet Sunday morning or something right. drive your car to a, a big field <laughs> yeah because it's slimier it yeah. was due from the night before yeah and drive and you can spin around a couple times you're gonna make a big mess though aren't you yeah, but no one knows, baby. Just, keep <laughs> no, just leave. Do it in your park. I can remember once when we were kids. Uh, you never make you know, the hotel I went to. I make Phil, Loch Ness mm, Monster, all the yeah. rest of it. He was a bit of a character back in the day. He still is a bit of a character, mm. but he was a very, very much a character back in the day. And uh, I remember us playing Knockout Wembley. We talked about that as well, didn't we? Knock, yeah. Knockout Wembley. And uh, he and his partner, whoever it was, in Knockout Wembley doubles, went out early mm. at this big field where we were playing football. Oh, the curse uh, but, of knockout Wembley. We were about 18 at the time, right? So we're still playing football. What we used to do is to go and play football during the day and then go out to the pub after, right? Yeah. Usual story. There's no one else in the field apart from us. And he got knocked out first. And he disappeared, right? And, <laughs> and we carried on playing. I didn't think any of it because we are focusing on the game we are playing. He, and we just heard this noise of right. a car. Yeah. And he basically stole... Our other mate's mum's car, right. which our other mate had driven down to the field and was just hooning it around the field, putting <laughs> handbrake tail, driving between the goalposts, all sorts. And uh, it was probably quite dangerous. Mm. And uh, obviously my other mate couldn't concentrate on the game because his car had been stolen. Right, yeah. Uh, and then he started Weird trying that. to try to drive the car into the ball to play like, basically like, what's that game you <laughs> guys like? Yeah, like that. Yeah. But in like 1998. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Incredible yeah, scenes. Really yeah, it's very dangerous. Anyway, what, you, what else have you been up to, Pete? So oh. I, I love that video you sent me um, earlier this week about um, 
how they test manhole covers. Now, oh, I know yeah. that sounds boring to mm. people listening, but it's not boring. It's actually very interesting. I think you, when you ever see, when you see anything that's kind of um, a, a, a piece of technology that's been created just to test other pieces of technology. It's a bit of you, that, isn't it? It's a bit of me. It's, it's like the wheels of like a, a light aircraft on a, a big arm uh, and it spins round on an axle just spin 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 spins and it um and it has a certain weight on it and stuff and it you know to replicate a car uh, wheel uh, and it just goes round like it's like 17 different manhole covers it's a wonderful video does it do to it watch. does it do it for like literally for like a year yeah it just goes on and on this is the this is the no- 10 10 passages per minute near it it's going round a circular formation I mean, of could, manhole covers. It could have be, been anything. Yeah, it could be anything there. Yeah. Yeah. Un test de resistance. <laughs> test they're testing the resistance. The resistance. Uh, but yeah, it, I just love watching um, machines that have, you know, they're just, they're, like, they're just, they're just created for one specific uh, reason, for the durability of pavement-mounted utilities. You know when people say, oh, that, that gotcha question in the interview, why are manhole covers round? Have you heard about that? Oh, right, okay. So it came from gotcha? it came from like you know back in the day like again this would have been in the nineties I suppose when mm. Microsoft was the company yeah and it was like, oh, okay got you at Microsoft it's like when people got you at Google or right or whatever and apparently their interview process was really it was like really rigorous like mm. you did, you know, and then and then it also culminated in them asking you some really difficult very tough kind of logical type questions yeah I don't know if this is true or not but it's um it's it's like apocryphal thing. And uh, one of them was, they would ask you, so they would say, oh, you experienced all this problem solving, blah, blah. Yeah. What, what, I don't know what you, your kind of people say. What code have you written? All that kind of shit. And they would say, okay, and the final question is, why are manhole covers round? And the point of it is to see how you think about the problem. Okay. Can I answer? Yeah. Like, I know pipes. what the answer is. Okay. Well, sewage pipes and pipes of sewers are invariably round. They're designed a certain way. Why... Would you check and and it's an interconnecting um, uh, 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 world of just sewage pipes connected, connected, connected. So and then the those access points. Why would you bother to redesign a square access point? Why don't you just invert a pipe going into going out of the ground? So that's why they're they're, they're round, Mister Donaldson. <laughs> we'll be in touch. Ah, oh, nuts! No, you're wrong. Well, no, you're why you're overthinking it? it, right? Because the reason is. <clears throat> because a circle like that is the only shape mm. that if you angle it at a funny way, it won't fall through. Okay, right, yeah. So okay. if it's square, yeah. it'll go in the corners and it'll fall through. It's basically just a complete... So we're just thinking about... Thing. Oh, right, so we're just thinking about the actual... Right, okay. That's yeah, why. Okay. But no one really knows that. Mm. Well, clearly you don't. Well, no. Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would still give you the job, though. I, why not just chain the... Uh, why not just chain the cover to the um, inside of the things that won't fall through? I don't understand the point. What do you mean? Like chain, like chain the square yeah. uh, manhole cover to the inside of the pipe, inside of the access uh, tunnel. But it will fall. If it does fall through, it's going to... That doesn't make any what sense. It does fall through. It doesn't make any sense, does what do you it? Mean? Well, how are you going to get it out? What? If you're on the top, how are you going to get it out? Well, it... Um, it's a chain. You can't, yeah, you but can't use long, it. Yeah, but uh, what, what is the problem with it falling through, though? Well, if someone's at the bottom of it, you're going to brain them, aren't you? Well, just have the chain long enough to hit, hit the half of the ladder and not the bottom of the ladder, like a, a, a cap on a on a kind of car fuel cap. I don't <laughs> think of it like that. 
I don't think even you think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think you just You've made a mess there, Donaldson. You just think, <laughs> how can I turn this into more of a weapon? <laughs> Pete, would you consider yourself someone who's generally good in job interviews? No, I've, I've, I think I've done one. Ever? <laughs> Ever. Is that to get the job at the government for the yeah. graphic design thing? Yeah. How even, they, can you remember it? And even then, I only got it because I knew what um, FTP and HTTP means. Well, it was in that period when no one knew what technology was. No one was. knew what... No, you could literally... If you were an evil person, you could literally bullshit your way, but I accidentally bullshitted my way through. And then quit? Well, I quit six years later. Oh, you're there for six years? I'm there for ages. What, you had an actual... I'd no, I'd no, I didn't know that. You had a yeah. proper job for six years? Yeah. That seems mad now, doesn't Why it? Why is that mad? Who was your manager? Steve Ellis and Kate Worley. Good guys? Really good guys. Do you reckon you were good to Kate Worley was a proper socialist firebrand in the in, in a in a quango, in a housing quango. Were you would you think you were an easy person to manage? Um Were you more no. be- better behaved then? Uh I was better behaved, but but my job was kinda like, you know, marketing and website and st- you know, it it kind of it comprised a lot of different roles. I got a lot of software. I got them to buy a lot of software. I got you tax <laughs> mugs to buy me a lot of software. You just kept Adobe Illustrator it. didn't need it. Didn't well, need it, but you, nobody knew my job. Why did you ask for it then? Because I, I wanted to learn it, because I thought it was an important skill. It's did not you, an important skill. Did you learn it? I did learn it, yeah. Can you still use it now? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's amazing. People will be listening to this baffled that you had a job for six years. Put that years. on my LinkedIn. Do you reckon you chose... Endorse me on LinkedIn did you, for <laughs> Illustrator. <laughs> did you choose darkness then? What do you mean? Well, I was you, distracted by darkness. This path you've gone down now. I remember. I remember. Right, there was uh, when Half Life Two, the video game, came out. Right, yeah. Uh, Steam uh, was the delivery system for it. You know, it's an yeah. online kind of yeah, how, how you buy Valve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, they um, you for, for you to run it. I believe you had to sort of uh, on on a computer. You needed a um, an internet connection. Now I lived in a place that didn't have uh, any internet at all Hot and I had no, and I had no, <laughs> and I had no way of I had no way of doing it and so I took the hard drive out of my computer at home uh and and it, it ended up not actually working but I had my computer completely open yeah putting my hard drive into what it. year was this god whatever the whatever the year half life 2 came out so what would that be you carry on I'll find out don't worry you carry on half life 2 release uh, it was 2004. God, had... You've been living this for a long time. This time. <laughs> yeah. um, it was probably a little bit later than that, to be honest. But um, so I'm, I've got my whole computer, my office computer open, and I'm putting my hard drive in, and I'm closing it up. And like that's not my job at all. Like I shouldn't have the computers open. Yeah, government, but agency, nobody, yeah. but nobody seemed to sort of bat an eye up. Pete's doing something. Yeah. People indulged me even back then. They probably thought he knows what he's doing here. <laughs> no one, this is, did the IT department ever turn up at any point? No, I think we had one guy, and he, uh, and I don't even think even he. The game recognised game. Did you, did you sort of nod each other like like uh, motorbike riders? You nod yeah. each other as you walk My past face the corridor, smeared with uh, with thermal paste. I, I don't think. I don't mean. To, I know I sound rude here, mm. but I don't think you're employable now. What do you mean? Because you've gone more and more kind yeah, of abstract. Do Cannot do it, yeah. I'm I'm probably the same, but yeah. in a different way. I, I don't like being told what to do, really. Right. But you are more and more abstract. I think it's become more and more difficult to predict your movements as you've got older. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I'll have to... But that's what I mean. If I get a proper job, I'll have to interview. That's not going to go well. No. And You look. And, you'd probably and, look quite good. You'd dress yourself quite nicely, I think. <laughs> okay. That's, you wouldn't. So you wouldn't. That's, right, part okay. that's part that's of part it. That's part of it. Right, yeah. okay, fine. You'd probably be on time. Well, would you be on time? Hit and miss. 50-50 chance to be on time. I'm, on, I'm pretty on time. Yeah, you're, you're on time today. 
Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. I, it's funny, isn't it? Because 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 of the type of person you are, I in my mind I've filed you as unpunctual. Right, but you're not actually that bad. No, but on the other hand, because we've worked with some people who are so poor. It's, yeah, my, my slight you're misdemeanors. Just, you're just middling. Yeah, you're middling, my slight really. misdemeanors don't even kind of uh, touch the size, really. I'm yeah. irritatingly punctual, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, you'd say yeah. that. You'd say yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think, since we started doing the ramble in this format, mm. and the reason I use the ramble as an example is because that one we have to start first thing in the morning. Yeah. I don't think, and it's been throughout lockdown, when we've actually been able to come in, I have never once been late. That's fair, yeah. No, that's absolutely fine. Do you know what the hack is? People listening might, might care. They probably won't, but they might. Um, set off at the time that you're supposed to set off. No, it's, I always aim for half hour early. Yeah. And if I get a half hour early, I like the half hour on my own just to get my shit together. Yeah. I don't see it as wasted time. No. No, I completely agree. I would say that um, uh, before I moved an hour and a half away, <laughs> there's a lot of variables in my in my thing now. And, and to be honest, I'm... But I'm, you, the way I'm, you you repeatedly reference that, like that was bestowed upon you. <laughs> I know. No, I don't. I've said it once and you've clearly got an idea in your head that you chose that it, I'm though. going to blame my, blame that for being late it's it's, it's not it's not, you shouldn't be blaming that for, for being late um I'm I, the 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 most egregious if I'm late I'm like half an hour late I'm like fucked late you know yeah fair enough and it's cuz I've forgotten that it's not by design I've forgotten that we've got getting early <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. supposed to get in at nine and I'm turning up at half past. Like, what <laughs> Why is everyone I, shouting at me? I would always, there's something, there's something in that because I would also say, if you were going to be late, you might as well just completely fuck it because it looks like it's not your fault. There are certain people yeah. in our world that are consistently five minutes late. Yeah. And I think that's, that's more, more disrespectful it is, yeah. than being occasionally half an hour late. <laughs> I, think, I think if you rock up an hour late, you go, you can legitimately go, well, what do you, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I not my, my fault. Best. It's a force majeure, <laughs> if you like, if you will. It's not the fact that I just can, I can get, oh yeah, I missed the train because I was being fucking sloppy. Yeah. By design, I get in Tempast, Tempast 9. Yeah. And we're, when we're due to get there at our best. Yeah. There's a few variables that get thrown in the mix. And dr- I've stopped driving because that's a joke. And one of your one of the variables is your dreadful stomach problem. And my dreadful stomach But to be problems. fair, you always do muster. I'll give you that credit. <laughs> anyway, on that note, let's have a break. Right. When we come back, we're going to do Baffy Brands. And I've got another good email as well, which you're going to enjoy. So All right, then. Stick around for that. All right, farewell. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, we're back with a look at Pete Shot. How are you doing? It's Pete Donaldson and Luke Moore doing 
our things. Uh, we do it on every Thursday. We do uh, battery brands. And if you've never yeah. listened to the show before, uh, we are basically fascinated by the uh, full Schmogger's board gamut range uh, of uh, different battery bands that you find opening up bits of technology. And it's you're like, where does this how... come from? Why, yeah. why have they called it Ultramax Spareboy? Or... Uh, <laughs> Electro-ions, Ohm's law, Ratech. Yeah. Mm. Charge pencil. Charge pencil. Why have they called it that? Yeah. Um, Skyscraper power. And it's very... Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And it's invariably because uh, it's a lot of Chinese uh, broken English, I suppose. But... Uh, sometimes it's a racist microaggression it's a racist microaggression and we're sticking with it yeah boy um, we <laughs> um, have we got some battery brands this week Luke Moore I've put three in the uh, in the working live document that you are able to read from okie dokie and I'm going to search so the first one up is our friend Sam okay Brenton, Sam, Sam uh, pulled these from my metronome rabbit confos so you th- you hear Rabbit Conthos and yeah. you think that's got to be a new player. Yeah. Let me take you back to the 4th of November last year. Our listener and friend and uh, Luke and Peter family member, Ben Roberts, mm. also sent oh. in some Rabbit Conthos. So Sam, I can imagine how excited you were when you saw it. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're not a new player. You're second, <laughs> which is not bad for a Rabbit Contho. No. But um, you're not a new player, Sam. I've never had a Contho with Rabbit. <laughs> Sounds very nice. You <laughs> you're right, it, Rabbit. You cook it in some very hot fat. <laughs> I meant like a conversation. I know, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was doing, the, yeah. I was doing a, um, a joke on Comfy. Oh, Comfy. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I like it. That was yeah. closer to, to what we recorded uh, as a joke, I yeah. would say. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. Uh, recently, there's a man, an old toy for my girlfriend's mum and dad. Oh, do not go into detail <laughs> on that. Uh, and found these inside. Hengwear Super Heavy Duty. Now, this sounds like proper good old Chinese double A batteries, to be quite frank. So keep the good work uh, against uh, uh, across the whole of stack. Best wishes, Billy. Oh, before I get into the detail on this, I've yes. put two in there. I've put two that's in. all right. That's yeah. fine. We'll have a so two week. It's the second, yeah. second of two. That is a new player. What? So congratulations to you, Billy. You have delivered a new player. All a right. new player has entered the game. Uh, his name, he's not said we can't use his full name, so I'm going to use it. Billy Hale, his name is. Hale which Hale. Is, which is pleasingly close to... to um, in the, Billy Hale in the comments. No, he's um, Woody Harrelson's character in White Man Can't Jump, Billy Hoyle. Okay, good. I- iconic, right. char- um, iconic character in a movie. Yeah, he's a, just a man who can't jump. Exactly. I can't remember the plot of that. Why are they... So, two friends... And there's I a could, bet. Could, do you want it from start to finish? Because I can do it. <laughs> Woody Harrison turns up yeah. at the, I think, the Venice Beach basketball courts in California. Okay. And um, um, Wesley Snipes' character, Sidney Dean, right. is the king of the court. King of the court. Yeah, he's the, he's the fast-talking, the wise-cracking, the yeah. great player. Is Wesley Snipes particularly tall? Not really, no. No, that's why it's funny, isn't I'll it? come on to that in a minute. Right. Uh, and Woody Harrison schools him. Yeah. He punks him. Yeah. He pretends he's not very good. Yeah. Turns out he is really good. Right. And people underestimate him because he's white. As they say, as one of the characters, one of the black characters says in it, one of the African-American players says, I don't want to play with him. And this is why. And he says, because he's white. And someone else goes, because he's white. Right. Because the other person goes, and then the other person goes, well, he is white. Look at him. (laughs) And then Billy Hoyle goes, yeah, I'm white. Yeah. That's the premise. Right. Wesley Snipes gets so butthurt by getting played. Yeah. You either play or you get played. Yeah. He got played. He goes after Woody Harrison and they, they strike a pact. Right. They're going to go, right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to all the unfamiliar courts around LA. And, and absolutely... I'm, no, I'm going to... Let me tell you. All right. I'm going to play, says Wesley Snipes, with another African-American player. Yeah. Right? We're going to 
win. And then I'm going to get so overconfident. I'm going to say to the other two African-American players in the two-on-two basketball, I'm so good, I will play with anyone here right. and we'll still beat you. And at that exact moment, Woody Howson's character walks in, dressed quite badly, yeah. looking white, yeah. and they all go, okay, you're going to play with him. Right. And Wesley Snipes feigns it like, oh no, not him, you're breaking the rules. I can't play with, <laughs> I can't play with a white guy. Yeah. Turns out Woody Harrelson's great. They're going to Minnesota fat him. They're going to hustler him. Yeah, they do. And it's a bit more complicated than that. Right. And it culminates with the fact that there's a big tournament at the end and Woody Harrelson's a bit of a degenerate and he can't keep hold of his money because he's a gambler and all the rest ah. of it. Rosie Perez plays his wife. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's a great movie. It's a great, I great movie. I do remember movie. it. Yeah. And, and the thing that sort really of. makes it work is that Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson are both very good basketball players. So I think Woody, Woody Harrelson... Um, played for his college quite right. a good level I think Wesley Snipes did as well and um, the the basketball consultants for the movie said yeah you don't actually really need to use stand-ins for this yeah. but, but it's quite it's interesting because because the, the cameo other players they play against I think are all recently retired NBA players ah okay yeah it's good it's a that's great nice, movie that. that's a, that sounds like a fun little romp it's one of those movies that when it comes on, I'll always watch it. I'll always watch <laughs> when it. When does it ever come on? Then, uh, it okay. never comes it's one on. It's those movies that when I put it on, I always watch it. <laughs> anyway, congratulations to you, Billy Hoyle. Billy Hale. Billy Hale. You got a new oh, player out of the game. Smashing stuff. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's an email here, Peter, from uh, Jack. I want Jack. you to read it. Yeah, all right. Uh, listener Jack uh, says, Hello, Luke and Pete. Got a big bone to pick with you. More so Luke than Pete. On Saturday, I was due to visit uh, Krakow uh, on a lad's holiday for a week. Unfortunately, I I realised the night before I hadn't renewed my passport. Oh, mate, killer. Um, so instead, me and my missus, who was on Easter holiday, teacher, not a kid, uh, decided, <laughs> decided to have a domestic break. Uh, which sounds like a, like you've broken up for a bit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a domestic and a break I'm, up. I'm worried about him going to crack over with his mates for a week. A week? <laughs> a week? Yeah. What have, you, what have you got? Salt mine, first day. Yeah. Uh, probably... Pub, 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 schnitzel. Uh, uh, head to uh, the, the con- concentration camp. Obviously, oh yeah, that. go see Vishal Cracker. Yeah, and then uh, and then that's all of it, really, isn't it? Yeah. And I've been there. That's all. That's all I've, there I've, is to do. I've also been there. Uh, I've also been there. You said. <laughs> that little <laughs> that, Good yeah. uh, Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, we we chose Norwich after listening to your recent podcast. We chose Norwich from Luke's high praise. What a regret! <laughs> After arriving at midday on a sunny Thursday, it didn't take long before the drama had begun. Within the first hour exploring the city, we were witnessed uh, witnessed to a bloke smashing his girlfriend's phone off the floor over and over. Then he stole her baby in pram and ran up the hill. Someone intervened and he threw a one-two bang, which didn't cause any damage, luckily. Good God. Uh, then we went back to the pub connected to our hotel. We were sat next to a group of 20 to 24-year-olds ranting about how they were going to kidnap and stab a bloke that had upset one of their sisters. The man in question was apparently strapped up but these lads had no fear uh, this all happened before 5.30 in the afternoon I can say because that was my favourite episode of Happy Hour that <laughs> <laughs> after that we decided to go for a cheeky tie and head back to our room early my girlfriend has now banned me from picking our next weekend visit location so yeah from my experience Norwich isn't the best shout for a UK city visit uh, we didn't even get to re- meet Robbie Knox you're sincerely Jack uh, and he followed up with an email saying, uh, hi again, just to update, next day was a lot more fun. I take it back. We went on a pub crawl and met lots of good people. Maybe I was preemptive with my judgment. Thank you for the great podcasts every single week. Jack, I like the fact that he wrote that email in his room, pissed off at us. Yeah, because the first <laughs> email, <laughs> so I think, so the first email came in 
Yeah. Um, this is Jack Dempsey, you see, and he didn't say it again, we couldn't use his surname. Jack Dempsey, great boxer, by the way. Uh, the first one came in at midnight. Yeah. Right, on Friday night. Uh oh. It was the a second... nicely written email for those we get in the early hours, I would yeah. say. The second one came in, um, shall we say, in the morning when uh, maybe some water had been taken on board. Okay. And a, and a hearty breakfast, and Jack was feeling that all was right with the world again. <laughs> can, I, can I take issue with something Jack says there? Okay. And this might be something that you won't be able to help with, but if you can't, maybe our listening mm. community can. Why do people say a cheeky this or a cheeky that? What am I missing something there? What does it mean? Uh, I remember because cheeky feels like something like oh we shouldn't have been there. so like, I, no, it's naughty, isn't it? I cheekily parked in the table by the supermarket car park or whatever. I I had I, 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 I a little cheeky whatever a cheeky tie. There's nothing to stop Jack and his girlfriend having a tie if they want. A confession room. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm just, what why is yeah. it cheeky? What's cheeky about it's it? All cheeky, all cheeky, oh, all cheeky. Like I, I blame Danny Dyer for this. <laughs> Is this a Danny Dyer thing that people have? No, called? I think it's a posh thing. It's like a, I remember a lad who went out with my Mrs. Uh, mate, uh, who was very posh, uh, and she couldn't get it out of her head that he, he went at one point. Uh, let's go. Should we go to cheeky Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds worse in a posh accent. I because think. I thought it came cheeky from cheeky Chinese, cheeky, cheeky Nando's. People talk about cheeky, cheeky Nando's. Nando's. Yeah, it was cheeky whatever, cheeky whatever. I don't like, like a naughty. It. I'm against it. Do you have a naughty Lambrusco? That sort of thing, isn't it? A naughty Lambrusco? That sort of thing, isn't it? That sounds like a sex move. <laughs> Who are you doing, doing the a naughty, naughty Lambrusco? Lam- I put an hole in the wall. I was doing the naughty Lambrusco, <laughs> wasn't I? <laughs> That's going to cost. Oh, on that note, aye, aye, aye. Jack's, Jack's um, big, um, Jack Dempsey's big rant against Norwich that he then <laughs> takes back instantly. Yeah. And we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening to the Luke and Pete show for another week. We've enjoyed talking to you. I hope you've enjoyed um, listening to it. If you've got any issue at all, with uh, my plot description of White Men Can't Jump <clears throat> or anything else we've spoken about today, mm. please do let us know. Hello well, at lukeandpitch.com. We should do an extra bat- battery brand next Thursday. What, to four? Make up. Yeah, we'll do four next time. We'll yeah? get producer Rory on it. Lovely. Well, i tell you what is cheeky about this. What? This recording. We didn't even tell this producer Rory we're doing it. We didn't. We just, we, we're doing a ramble. We're like, let's do, let's do a Luke and Pitch. You're going to send in the audio. Che- he's oh. going to be like, what? Well, you know, he's not. He's going to be like, well, that's another extra job I've got to do. I didn't know how to do <laughs> Well, he'll have to do it eventually. Schedule. But he'll have to actually fundamentally listen to it, we which get, is we, upsetting. We get a lot of, um, well, not a lot, but a good amount of emails and contact from people saying, oh, would you mind um, talking to us on this panel about how um, the podcast industry works? Yeah. And I don't do it because I, I, all I'll be saying is, well, we do what we want <laughs> and all the other people do all the hard work. Yeah. That's basically how it is. Sometimes yeah. we don't even tell them the work they've got to do. <laughs> we just land it in their inbox. Here's a little cheeky job for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rory. Yeah. Are you having a nice day? Yeah. Uh, so sorry, sorry to Rory. Sorry, for Rory. Yeah. Um, and before we go, I would also like to say that. Um, oh, he's gone all serious. People Don't should like listen it. to Eureka. Yes. Shouldn't they? Yeah. People should no, listen definitely. to Eureka. So Rick uh, Edwards, great broadcaster. Dr. Michael Brooks, also a great broadcaster and a proper real life scientist. Mm. They answer a different scientific question each week. If you like Luke and Pete show, you will really like it. So don't muck around. <laughs> Stop mucking around. Head over to, um, to your podcast app of choice. Type in Eureka and subscribe. It's a fantastic show. The episode they did about, um, so some of the example episodes are, will we ever talk to animals? Mm. I was fortunate enough to do a bit of production on that. And it's a brilliant, brilliant um, episode. Mm. And they've also got an episode called Do We Really Need Maths? Which right. is really, really interesting. So check that out as well. But listen to all of them. They're great. They come out uh, every week over at uh, Eureka. So look, um, search the word Eureka wherever you get your pods. Mm. Give it a listen. Uh, I just wanted to squeeze that in before we went, Peter. Definitely. Just Lovely like you're job. squeezing your elbow. It's great there. shot. I just... Is it painful? Can you do a Eureka on my elbow, please? <laughs> you should ask Dr. Michael Brooks about it. He might be able to help you. <laughs> 
is he that kind of doctor? He does quantum physicist. Right. Quantum, quantum, quantum so the, physics. So do the, so I can't even say it. Some cells in my arm might be doing something different in, in a different uh, reality. Well, some of them might be there and some of them might not be there, but at the same time. Mm, that's probably why he's got so much bother in there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we'll be back on Monday. Thank you very much for listening. Um, like I say, uh, at Luke and Pete Show is the social media. And hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is the email. We'll see you next time. Thank you very much. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.